The following is brought to you by HonorTheVow.com. Welcome to Rapid Fire. In this arena, we not only want your marriage to survive, we want it to be thriving and passionate. To achieve that objective, we're going to go straight to the issues. No sugarcoating, no protecting egos, just man to man. I'm your host, Robert Kosick. Welcome to episode 24, Words That Uplift. Sorry about not posting an episode last week. Things got a little crazy, and unfortunately, I missed the deadline. So, let's jump right into this week's discussion. We all, to some degree or another, prefer things to be calm and smooth sailing. That's because the flip side of calm and smooth is tense and bumpy, which is usually driven by some kind of conflict. When it comes to conflict, except for a few nutty people, most of us prefer to avoid dealing with it. Unfortunately, though, we all have to deal with conflict from time to time. Conflict arises for many reasons. Sometimes you are just an innocent bystander who gets caught up in someone else's mess. An example would be when a business doesn't fulfill their obligation or makes an honest mistake, but maybe doesn't remedy the problem in the way that you find acceptable. Other times, we directly contribute to the conflict by making wrong assumptions or misinterpreting someone's intentions. Conflict can be categorized in many different ways, but for today's discussion, let's focus on conflict outside the home and inside the home. There are several differences between dealing with conflict outside their home and inside our home, but the greatest difference is once a conflict outside the home is behind you, you pretty much can disconnect yourself from that person or entity. In some cases, you can completely disconnect yourself both physically and emotionally. For example, never use that business again. Other times, you can only emotionally disconnect yourself from the situation. A case on that point would be maybe with a coworker. You still have to deal with them, but you can choose to keep the interaction strictly on a business level. Now, let's bring this a bit closer to home, actually a lot closer to home, and talk about conflict in your home, or more specifically, in your marriage. When conflict arises in your marriage, how you deal with it can have a positive or a catastrophic impact on the health of your marriage. In a nutshell, if you stay focused on and address the issues and only the issues, you will probably find a positive resolution. However, If you focus on and attack your spouse, you will probably inflict catastrophic damage on your marriage over time. We will cover this in more detail in another episode, but today I want to focus on how to prevent, or more accurately, at least minimize conflict in your marriage. In episode three, I argued your marriage should be guided by standards that do not change ever. My suggestion was to use the Bible for those standards and gave several examples to strengthen my point. So let me give you another example to help you minimize conflict in your marriage and actually in just about every relationship you will encounter. So before I give you the reference, let me first state that although this is a very simple standard to understand, it is a very difficult standard to live by, simply because we all have an ego and a lot of pride, both of which will cause us to stumble and sometimes question the validity of this standard. Okay, are you ready? The biblical standard can be found in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 29, which says, Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, 
but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. So go ahead and role play with me for a minute and think about how your relationship with your spouse would change if you both always spoke to each other respectfully and your words were always full of grace, mercy, and compassion. Kind of awesome, don't you think? What if every interaction around a potential area of conflict was addressed with the attitude of strengthening your marriage instead of tearing down your spouse? Again, I think that'd be pretty awesome. Think with me for a minute about the last time you argued with your spouse. Think about the words you used and the assumptions you made. If you were able to redo that conversation, how would you do it differently if you first committed to live out Ephesians 4.29? I'm going to get even more personal by giving you a challenge. After you thought about how you would have handled that situation differently, the last argument that you had, I want to challenge you to sit down with your spouse, read Ephesians 4.29 to him or her, and then list out specifically what you would have changed. The purpose of the challenge is twofold. First, it will help with the reconciliation and the healing process, assuming there was some damage the way that you handled it the last time. Second, it will reaffirm your love for your spouse and give him or her hope that your commitment to your marriage is strong and that it will continue to get stronger every day. What I want you to do is commit today to do whatever it takes to ensure that your words are never used to tear down, but always meant to build up. Let's commit right here, right now, for now, forever, to do whatever it takes for as long as it takes. Put a stake in the ground and let's do this. Rapid Fire is a ministry of Honor the Vow. To learn more about Rapid Fire, about the ministry, books we've authored, and other resources, and also to sign up for the weekly newsletter, visit honorthevow.com.